You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 132. And today, ladies, I'm talking to you about a topic that I have gotten asked so many times. If I had a dollar for every time I've been asked this question by healthy people, by people who have illnesses and all kinds of things, I would be a rich woman. And the question is, Michelle, how can I become more active in my lifestyle? And it goes for people who, you know, are busy as well as people ask me who've got, you know, health conditions that limit their activity. And here's the thing, ladies, we have become so sedentary in our lifestyle that it basically, you could say that, you know, movement for a lot of people has ceased to exist. Now think about that. It's kind of scary to think about, but it's true. You know, most people, they sleep all night, they get up in the morning, they go and sit in their car, they drive to their job, they get out of their car, they go and they sit at a job for most of us, okay? 80% of people today have a job where they're physically sitting most of the time. Then they go to lunch, they sit in, at lunch, they get in their car to drive back home, and then when they get home, they sit and they watch TV. So pretty much they are sitting almost 24-7, okay? And it is not good. The body is a machine. The body was meant to move and to be exercised. You know, and I'm not even talking about exercise because exercise for most people has gone out the door. I'm simply talking about movement, okay? Becoming more active. And active is getting your body moving. So I'm going to come to you today and we are going to talk about in today's podcast, 10 simple ways to make your lifestyle more active. And trust me, after you hear these, I talked about and I pulled out and I did some research on simple things that you can simply do anytime for any kind of level, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or advanced, these things are something that you can put into your daily habit. And remember, the one of the five core principles of self-care that you need to be doing every day if you want to be healthy and moving in that direction is exercise and moving your body, okay? So... I want you to listen to these 10, and then what I want you to do is I'm giving you an action step here. I want you to either come over to our Well Woman Network 360 group in Facebook. If you're not a member, please join. Or come over and DM me on Instagram at Well Woman Network, and let me know, or if you are on our VIP newsletter list, you can always email me, and let me know out of these 10, are you gonna do any? Pick at least, I want you to pick three, three of these out of the 10, if not more that you can do. And I want you to please come over there next week and DM me over on Instagram, come over to our Well Woman Network 360 and let me know three of these 10 that you're going to do, okay? And then what I wanna do is, of the people that do, I want to give you a big shout out on next week's podcast and see who's out there listening, number one, and who's out there even gonna try putting some of these things in. You know, ladies, your health is your greatest wealth and business asset. It is up to you to start getting yourselves healthier if you are not there, okay? And it's up to you to keep yourself moving in the forward direction with your health. So I'm giving you some simple ways that you can do that today. So let's dive in and let's hear the 10 simple things and then come over. Your action item is to let me know three of the things that you want that you are going to put in and you're gonna start doing on a regular, consistent basis. All right, let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. 
the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. Well, hey there, and welcome back, Well Women. How you all doing? All right, well, it's another week, you know, and I'm so blessed that you're here. And what I wanted to talk about today was I did this, um, I'm trying Clubhouse, and I did this same talk over on Clubhouse last week, and um, it went really, really well. I actually did it two different times and got a really great response, had a lot of great conversations with some of the women on Clubhouse. So I thought, well, hey, if it was really good there and the women liked it there, I thought maybe I'll bring it on over here and, you know, fill you all in on it and talk to you about the same thing that I talked about over there. And it was 10 simple ways to make your lifestyle more active, okay? Because, you know, we're all looking to make lasting change, right, ladies? You know, that's the bottom line. And we talk about that all the time. So how do we make lasting change? We do it one step at a time. Or in today's case, one simple habit at a time. And you know that I always talk to you about creating simple habits that are doable. Because it's those simple habits that are going to propel you forward. And as long as they're doable, they're things that you can do each and every day. Okay, so and that's the same approach that I want you to take with becoming more active and healthier. You don't begin exercising by running a marathon, okay? And if any of you have ever decided to run a marathon and thought you were going to just, you know, blow it out of the park and run five miles on your first day, you really did notice that, you know, you can't do that, right? We all have that in our mind. And at some point, if you've ever decided that you're going to run a marathon, you think that you can do that, but you really can't, right? You make small steps that begin to accumulate into a larger fitness practice, right? So today, I wanted to talk to you about 10 simple tips that are simple, actionable ways to impact your health and fitness in a positive manner. And most of them, ladies, you can apply any of them and you can start applying them now. And these apply to anybody and it doesn't really matter what your fitness level is. That's the good thing, okay? Because I think that, you know, people get freaked out when they hear, oh, I need to become more active and I need to do this and I need to do that. First of all, you don't need to do anything, okay? I'm here to tell you that we need to change our mindset. We need to change the mindset from I have to do something to I get to do something, okay? When we say that we get to do something, it's kind of like a blessing and it's and it's thought of in our brain and it's, it's accepted in our brain a lot differently than if we say something like, oh, I have to go do that. No, ladies, you don't have to do one dang thing, okay? But then if you don't do things, you are going to be unhealthy and that's going to be you know, at your own expense. So let's get started and get into some of these things that no matter what your fitness level is, you can do. And the first one is a combination of two different things. First, it's take the stairs instead of the elevator. Okay, this is in the number one spot because you can see that changing your lifestyle is about becoming more active. And I went to this conference this weekend and part of the conference and part of the teaching was was all about hormones. It was about 
um, anti-aging. It was about supplements, learned a great deal about supplements um, that, you know, this company was offering. And part of their presentation was they also had now hooked up with an exercise component. So the guy came on and he did his presentation and he showed all the different things that, um, you know, you can, you can join this app and you can, you know, it's kind of like Peloton, but a different version of it that you can do. And he was talking about no matter what age you are, there's fundamentals things that you need to do. Like you need to be able to, if you fall on the floor, can you get back up again? You know, lifting, climbing, um, reaching above your head. And all of those things are not things that you think about, but it's like, as we get older, okay, flexibility is a big thing, but I know a lot of young people who are, ain't very flexible. Okay. And if they fell on the floor, um, I don't know if they could even get up themselves. Okay. So we've got to make ourselves strong in all these different areas. And one of the ways that you can become more active is simply by taking the stairs instead of the elevator, wherever you go. So if it's at your job and you're up on the second floor or third floor, you know, take the stairs instead of the elevator. Or if you go to the mall, instead of getting in the elevator, go ahead and take the stairs or walk up the escalator if they have one. Cause a lot of times you can't, there's no stairs to the second floor, but walk up the escalator, you know, think of any little way that you can become more active and put more activity into your, into your lifestyle. And then on the same topic, I want you to walk any place that you would usually drive if you can do so. Now I know that no matter where you are, okay, the weather's changing and it's hot as Hyades where I live. So, and I'm not asking you to walk to the grocery store if you have, you know, to do major grocery shopping, but if you only had to walk there to get a few items and it was in, you know, maybe in the evening or the early morning and it's close by, then instead of hopping into your car, why don't you go and just walk there instead of drive? Okay. Or if you are parking, you know, if you're driving someplace, try to far park far away from where you have your destination is so that you can, you know, walk those extra distances and do that thing. Okay. Then the next thing I want you to do is to stretch, walk and exercise for 10, for 10 minutes first thing in the morning. Okay. Because ladies, here's the thing. If you head straight for the coffee maker each morning, like I do, that's okay because coffee gets us going. Right. But as soon as you've dusted off the morning fog though, why not take 10 minutes to go for a walk? Because now mornings are when it's cool out. All right. And you could just walk around your neighborhood. It doesn't have to be anywhere far. Alternately, if you don't want to walk, you could exercise or just stretch in your home. Because here's the thing, ladies, studies show that morning exercise leads to better sleep patterns at night. And it also tends to lead to consuming fewer calories during the day. And that's because you're setting your whole mindset and you're setting your whole metabolic clock off in the right direction. Okay. Now the next one is get plenty of sleep. And you know, I talk about this a lot. So, Hey, don't roll your eyeballs and say, Hey, Michelle, you talk about these same things all the time. You know, studies show that you have to hear something over 12 times today in order for it to sink in and actually make an impact. And the other thing too, studies also show this, that people are ready to hear different things at different times. So maybe if you, if you've heard me talk about getting plenty of sleep before, maybe you just weren't open to it, but maybe now you are. So never roll your eyes and say that you can't learn something if you've heard it before, because every time you hear it, you're going to take away different nuances and different things. And I try to give it to you and talk to you about those, those five fundamentals, but I try to talk to you about it from different angles. So you see how it all relates. Okay. So people may say, well, Okay, Michelle, how is getting plenty of sleep? How in the heck does that make us more active? But let's go into it. 
Proper sleep, ladies, is directly related to fitness and overall health and well-being. Don't be that person that thinks you're special who only needs five or six hours of sleep every night, okay? And there's those of you out there I know who think that. I used to think, oh, I can just get by on four hours. You know, I was one of those people, but I'm not anymore. So ladies, if that's you, you are no doubt, you know, in the next day, if you're only sleeping four hours, most of the time you're waking up the next day and you're feeling tired and groggy and sluggish and you're reaching for the coffee and you're reaching for some sugar to get you that rush. Don't be that person, okay? We don't want you starting your day off with energy drinks, donuts, or any of those other kind of stuff or loading off with loading up on those sweet coffee drinks. Drinking your coffee black or drinking your coffee with a little cream or alternative milk with a little monk fruit, that's the way to go because you're not loading your coffee with a bunch of calories and sending your insulin sky high so only an hour or two later you drop and you feel even more tired and then you're going back reaching for more caffeine to get you going, okay? Adults need seven to eight hours of sleep each night, ladies, with no exception, okay? Sleep research has proven that poor sleep patterns lead to a healthy, to a higher incident rate of disease, illness, and infection, as well as a shorter lifespan. Okay, so let me say that again. Okay, research has proven that poor sleep patterns lead to a higher incident rate of disease, illness, infection, as well as a shorter lifespan. Also, studies show that you can't catch up on missed sleep, okay? A lot of people think, oh, well, I'm only getting four hours, but I can make up for it on the weekend. There's no such thing as make-up sleep, okay? It's not like make-up sex, okay? It doesn't work like that, okay? And it doesn't bring you as much enjoyment as the make-up sex does, okay? So just remember that. So when you wake up feeling rested and refreshed, you have more energy and mental power to fuel a fit and healthy lifestyle, okay? So... Let's take just a little break here, and I'm just going to pipe in some music because I just want you to think about what I just said, and we'll come back and we'll talk about number four and number five. Oh, it's hard to get So number four also kind of goes with number three. And you're going to tell me again, hey, what does this have to do with being more active? And it's cut back on your sugar consumption. So here's the fact, ladies. Sugar is downright deadly, okay? It is often blamed, and rightly so, for the fact that one in three people on this planet are overweight or obese. When fat was vilified in the mid-1970s, okay, maybe you didn't know that's when fat was vilified and everything was like, oh, got to go on a low fat diet. Everything is fat is bad. Sugar became the number one flavor delivery system for processed foods in America. So it's no coincidence that childhood onset obesity and diabetes was extremely rare until the mid 1970s. Okay. So here's the thing, ladies, fat does not make you fat. Sugar makes you fat. You want good fat, like from avocados and from, um, Walnuts, I'm trying to think, walnuts, avocados, you want to get um, extra virgin olive oil, all those things have good fats, okay? So the way that your body processes sugar leads to an overabundance of fat storage when you consume too much of the sweet stuff, okay? So how can this help you become more fit? 
Well, here's the thing, ladies. When you're overweight and you're obese, you are sluggish. You can probably be chronically tired and you can, a lot of time you are going to be fatigued and you're going to have a hard time moving your body and becoming active. You're going to get fatigued a lot easier and you downright are not going to feel like working out or exercising a lot of time if you are overweight and carrying a lot of extra weight because it's that much more that you have to do. So cut back on the sugar consumption for an overall promotion of both your internal and your external fitness for your health and well-being. Okay. The next one is stand at your workstation when you can. So this goes for people who are working as entrepreneurs, or this goes for ladies who are in a career, or, you know, if you even just work from home in whatever capacity. You know, a lot of places now are moving to more ergodynamic works, workspaces. So try to make your space more ergodynamic if you live at home or ask your boss or your whoever if you can kind of get some of these other things into your workspace. So. If you can't, that's okay. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna stand at work as much as possible. Most workstations are not fit friendly. They require you to sit all day long, which is incredibly damaging to your health. And we've talked about how the sitting disease has now surpassed the um, smoking. Okay, so sitting for prolonged periods of time over and over again is more deadly for you and your health than smoking is. So throughout the day, ladies, I want you to take any opportunity that you have to stand while you are doing whatever you have to do. So if you're listening to a conference call on Zoom or whatever, stand and listen to it. If you're talking to some clients, get up maybe and have a headphone on and walk around while you're talking to them. Check your email, stand up, check in your email if you can. You know, walk up and down, go get your water, move around. So the more that you stand, the better off you are at your job. And I'm trying to stand more at my job because, you know, I could sit there all day too. I'm sitting behind a desk typing, you know, I go into a room and see a patient. I sit there. So now when I go in the room, I try to stand when I'm seeing the patients and I also have my Fitbit. So I'm doing my 250 steps every single hour. Okay. Next is exercise while you watch TV. So this is some shocking statistics that I'm going to give you here. So I want you to pay close attention because this comes from the Nielsen Corporation. All right. Children aged 2 to 11 years old watch more than 24 hours of TV each week. That is one entire day spent doing nothing but watching television, and it's usually done seated. Okay. You watch roughly 20 hours of weekly television if you're between the ages of 7, I mean, I'm sorry, between the ages of 12 and 17. If you are 18 to 34, you average 22 to 28 hours of weekly TV viewing. Okay, now this is the next one. I'm going to be hugely, hugely um, shocked by this one. As you get older, the number rises, unfortunately. Those who are 35 to 64 watch a staggering 33 to 44 hours of television every week. And if you are over 65, you're parked in front of the television set more than seven hours a day for 50.5 hours per week. Okay, now those are some staggering numbers. And right there, it can tell you why we have such a problem with inactivity, immobility, and we have such a high rate of people being overweight and diseases rising because a majority of us are just sitting our life away. Okay, we are immobile and it's not good. So what I want you to do is when you're watching TV, you know, get up and do something. There's commercials if you are still watching regular TV. You know, do stretching, walk around, or even if you use cable, 
most of those free things that you watch that are free, you have to watch some commercials in there. You know, even on Netflix, you've got to watch some, depends on some commercials or IMBD, there's commercials. So when the commercial's on, you know, get out your yoga mat, stretch, walk around, do something active while you're watching TV, if you watch TV at all. And also try to cut down on some of the TV watching. I mean, come on. You know, can you believe that age two to 11 is watching 24 hours of TV each week? And if you're 12 to 17, it's over 20 hours. And if you're between 18 and 34, you're averaging up to 28 hours. Okay, that's crazy. Those numbers just have got to come down. All right, so think about those numbers for a few minutes. I'm just going to take a quick break here. I'm going to play some music for you just to kind of get in a little bit of the jam. And then we'll be back to discuss the rest of our topic. Take my hand and let's go. Number seven, schedule a daily 20-minute walk after work. Groundbreaking research ladies has released, that was released early in the 20, in the 21st century, like I'm in the 20, we're in the 21st century, shows that walking is better for you than if you have knee problems or any kind of joint problems than running is. And it's good for overall improved fitness. And the reason that they say that walking is best is because the majority of people can and, you know, can do walking and it's not going to hurt them in any way or shape or form. This research shows that people who run five miles a week, you know, if they run competitively, that is good. But if you can't run, then simply do a 20-minute walk. And what I want you to do is to schedule it after you work. And the only reason I say after work is because if you go and do it right before you get off, I mean, let's say you get off and you're going home before you go home, do it before you go home. Maybe ask a colleague at your work or find a place nearby because once we all get home, you know, and you hit that door and you start to, you know, get your family issues going, your dinner, get the kids ready for bed or whatever else you have to do, a lot of times our best intentions go right out the door. Unless you go home and as soon as you walk in, you get the kids ready and you have them ready, you tell them, you text them, say, hey, be ready when I get home, we're going to go for a walk and you take them there. Because, ladies, this is going to improve your heart health. It makes you feel better physically and mentally. And it is simply a great way to get into fitness and to have a fitness-oriented mindset is to start walking every day. And the more you walk and the more it becomes a habit, the more you're going to want to do it and you're going to like to do it, okay? Number eight, stop ordering takeout on lunch. So many people today jump in their cars to go on lunch break, right? They head to a nearby drive through or they order their favorite heart attack in a sack. It was mentioned earlier, but it bears repeating. Poor nutrition, ladies, leads to little energy, which promotes a sedentary, non-active lifestyle. So instead of driving on your lunch break to go get something to eat, 
why not walk instead? Now, I know it's hot out where I live, and maybe it's hot in a lot of the states out there too, so maybe you don't want to walk far. Or here's the better idea. If it's too hot to walk, then this is what I want you to do. I want you to begin packing a lunch and taking a short walk afterwards if you can. Making your own new time meal, ladies, means that you know exactly what you're eating and you can help boost your nutrition and your fitness level by giving your body the proper nutrition it needs by actually cooking the food, all right? More women, come on, we've got to get back into the kitchen and start cooking and stop going and buying so much takeout or everything in a box, bag, can, or whatever it is because we just don't feel the need to do it. Ladies, the need to do it is because you want to be healthier. So, you know, quit being so lazy and get back to cooking some of these meals yourself and taking some, you know, your own lunch. You'll also, in the same token, you're going to be saving a lot of money because most lunch that you eat out today is around five, six, what, seven bucks. And if you are eating five nights a week, you're spending over $35 a week just in food. That's not, that's in food. That's not your coffee or everything else that you go out and snacks or anything else. It all adds up. All right. Okay. I already talked about this, but number nine is to stop parking up front, whether it's at your place of employment or whether you go to the grocery store or wherever you go. Park way far away, beat the traffic, and walk to where you're going, okay? It's a way to get in extra steps. And then number 10, you've heard me talk about this a lot. I talked about it last week too, was purchase a fitness tracker. Because ladies, here's the thing. When you have a fitness tracker, you actually see what you're doing and it's going to monitor your steps. It's going to monitor your heart rate. You can um, punch in your nutrition. You can put in your water. And when you visibly see something, you have a better handle on what you are, what you are actually doing to what you think you are doing. Okay. So just want to take a few minutes here just to kind of recap what we talked about today. We talked about 10 simple ways that you can make your lifestyle more active. And these are ways that anybody can do. Number one, Take the stairs instead of the elevator. Walk when you usually drive somewhere if you can and it's close enough, okay? Stretch, walk, and exercise for 10 minutes first thing in the morning. Three, get plenty of sleep. Four, cut back on sugar consumption. Five, stand at your workstation when you can. Six, this was a staggering one, exercise while you watch TV. Seven, schedule a 20-minute walk after work, either with a colleague or with your family, and get in the habit of doing it. Eight, stop ordering takeout at lunch and or driving to the takeout place, okay? Bring your own lunch, save money, get healthier. Nine, start parking up front, park at a distance, and 10, purchase a fitness tracker, okay? And there is all kinds of fitness trackers. You can even go online and buy them used. You don't have to buy them new. A lot of those places on Facebook marketplaces, someone's selling it that you can buy it for, not expensive. So ladies, these are just ways that you are going to be able to fit more activity into your lifestyle. And it's all about learning to be flexible, adding more movement into your daily lives, okay, to get you healthier, get your heart rate up, get your heart going because it's an organ that needs to be worked. So simple, simple things. All right. So thanks again for, you know, tuning in with me this week. And if you could do me a big favor, because we are trying to get this podcast, try to rate it in the top 10 of women's health podcasts out there. So it really is so very important if you would go and give us a rating and review over on iTunes. And again, it doesn't matter if you gave us a rating and review before. Tell all of your friends, go there every time a podcast comes out, rate that podcast. You know, also give us a review on every single podcast. It lets us know that we're moving in the right direction. Okay. Hit us up over on Instagram, DM me, let me know out of all these 10 things, you know, which ones are you going to try? Are you going to put in there? 
Come over and join us on Facebook and our group Facebook. It's Well Woman Network 360. Would love to um, have you part of our group over there. And ladies, like I said, you know, just reach out wherever you are and let us know how we're doing, um, what else we can be bringing to you, how we can serve you better, because in the end, this is all about you. So from the bottom of my heart, I hope you have a richly blessed week, and I'll talk to you next week, and bye for now.